Hello everybody, welcome back to the Chaldean News Radio. This is part two of our interview with Wilson Sarkis and Alan Mansour. They're going to talk about their travels to Tel Cape and Al Kush and everything they saw in those two villages. So please enjoy. So on the cover of the new issue, we have this photo of uh, Assyrians. They're marching in the, the New Year festival. Yes. Yeah, so this is historic. And the, the reason it's historic is because they went to a place right now that used to be controlled by ISIS. They went to a city called Asher. Now, Asher was the heart of everything that happened in Iraq for thousands of years. This is the city where this Aikido festival started. It's an ancient city. It's an ancient city. Literally, that's where the name Assyria comes from, that's where Surat comes from, everything comes from there. So they took a chance and drove for two and a half hours, established a connection with the local people, and went and celebrated in the where it started. You know what I'm saying? This is what's so big deal about this. This resonates in, in the government of Iraq, seeing people, the local people, who are Muslims, they're saying, oh, we're Assyrians, we're not Arabs. You know what I'm saying? Bonding with the people that came from the north, saying, we're Assyrians, we're not Arabs. It's sending a message that now the officials of Iraq say, oh, there's something going on here, maybe we should pay attention to this guy. Before it was just, who are those people? We don't know who they are. Where is this city, like, location? So so there's Baghdad is over here. So there's the, the Tigris comes all the way down. Mm-hmm. And if you notice that every uh, historical city always uh, sits on the Tigris. Right there, yeah. So this is from Babylon is down here. Baghdad is over here. As you travel up, this was, they separate from Babylon. They went and built a city right on Tigris. It's right here. So it's between Nineveh and between and Baghdad. Like uh, like Tikrit? Uh, north, of, north of Tikrit. North of Tikrit. Okay. North of, north of Tikrit. By and about 45 minutes. And so it looks like just a big desert, it's, but well, it used to be. This, this is a picture that didn't do any justice because there's one where the where the arches are. Oh. And that was the it's called the um, the gate. I forgot the name. There's three arches. There's five gates uh, that goes into that city. One of them still stands, and they haven't excavated. Them. I photographed it, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. But it, it it wasn't here. Why did you get that picture? It should be so, inside. Yeah. Is it inside? Uh, yeah. yeah. We have more inside. Yeah. So it's, uh, and that's why I think it's historical because so there's a, an official recognition from the Iraqi government of who we are. Now things will change because you'll have rights. Oh, we're have these it. rights will get implemented. And this is what we're pushing good. for. We don't want to just be talking about this stuff, history. No. We do exist. We are here. You know, We need our rights. We want to be, the, we are the indigenous, indigenous people. We want to be the, you know, like the American Indians. We want to be the Iraqi originals, so mm-hmm. we can be part of the government, part of the funding, part of everything that happened. And there were some officials at this festival. Oh, yeah. We have pictures of huge. them. These guys, uh, one of them, he's a... Yeah. Mrs. Jabouri. Yeah. One this of them is, is the, the mayor of Nineveh. The other guy, he is the chairman of the historic um, society of Iraq. Like, he's... In the high levels. Plus, you have the mayor of Tirkete. He's there. You had uh, some some uh, public officials from the municipality of Shardaf. They they fell in love with us. 
they they haven't seen anything like this. They've never celebrated in that area. They've never because you know they're Muslims. They celebrate Ramadan and you know they they don't know what it was like. But they always knew that we were sitting in a land that's called Ashur and. So it's been the last 10, 15 years they've been realizing, oh, who we are, because of the internet, they're Googling all this stuff. And all of a sudden they see their counterpart sitting like North saying, oh, this is who we are, we want to come and celebrate. You know, now it adds up to that identity. Mm -hmm. I, th I thought it was a pretty cool move, you know. Yeah. In 2,600 years, nobody has went there and did that. You know? So this is the first time they went it's back? First time. Wow. First time in 2,600 years. Wow. Since the fall of empire. Nobody has done that. Now we started it. So. Wow. Hopefully, because of tradition. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. So this is the oldest church in Accra. This is right here. Uh, Accra is another, right another here. village. This is a church. This is our church. Right now, it's closed. Even the people that they live in Accra, they keep telling me that they should make this as a museum. Because it's been sitting there, left there, not, nobody's doing nothing with it. So if they can clean it up and make this as a museum, it sits in a perfect spot. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, the mountain behind it, we went all the way to the top. I filmed that mountain, and there's history behind that mountain. So big history. You can do a, you can do full series of history. Yeah, it's a prehistoric area. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. right above it. these big... Uh, Alan, Alan made me walk it all the way to the top. <laughs> Halfway, I told Alan, I said, if it's not worth it, I'm coming after you. <laughs> Alan was at the top, he goes, keep coming, it's worth it. <laughs> and there's a, there's a wheel line from a mountain to a mountain. Looks like a, looks like a like, trench. It's Perfect. straight cut. What do you mean a wheel line? What? He calls it a wheel line. It's a trench. Like for driving? Like somebody was dropping a wheel from one to another. I don't think I was not dropping a wheel. No, no, that's not, it's not a trap. Just like a chairlift. So they were bringing something from that mountain to this mountain through that wheel. Oh, yeah, it's like for driving. Yeah, a horse or a car. The trench is not even, it's a meter. Maybe like a wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow, maybe. It's from the top of the mountain. Was not, wow. the, yeah, the mountain. they had Perfect something. Mountain. Yeah, they had something back well, then. I showed it to about four or five historians. They said this is prehistory. This is not something we've been documenting. Yeah. Well, they, they, you're they, hearing it for the first time, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm telling you, there is nothing. If you Google right now, you won't find anything. Nothing. I've been digging in books for the last six months. I couldn't find anything. Hmm. They, you're so right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, this is my third time going back. I knew about this in 2001 when I first time I went there. We were just hiking up there, and then I saw it, and I just fell in love with it. And then I went back to 2010, photographed it again, and this is the third time. Kel, we're going to take you with us. Please. We're going to take you with us. I want, we want you to see... Uh, is beautiful. We want you to see... Gorgeous, gorgeous. We want you to see Iraq. We want, to see, we want you to see where your family came from. I need a favor first. What do you need? You have to teach me Surah. Surah. Uh, surah. speaks English very well. No yeah. way. Um, really? Yeah. Well. In the villages, they do? Yeah, yeah. Most of the people that I met, the young people, I would speak to them like I was speaking to my kids. Wow. I swear to God. Okay. Like, like in every sense of the word. They knew everything about us. Now, the first time I went, none of this stuff was discovered except for those two walls. Every time I go... They keep excavating and finding more things. Wow. So if you wait another three, four years, they'll probably clean up the whole area. I asked a lot of people there, they had no idea. 
So it's one of those things that somebody's doing this without making a big deal out of it because they know that if we do, then they can. Because what happens is there, once it gets uh, declared as historic by Red, then they fence it. They can let, let nobody know. So a lot of things, and this is not just now, this is for the last hundred years. Like for Tilkepe, there's a lot of, uh, they call them kharba outside of Tilkepe, that uh, they found a lot of ruins. And the Tilkepnaik kept quiet about it. Because they knew as soon as they tell the government, oh, but this is historical, covered up. Mm -hmm. Close things down. And that's their land. And what they do, they just they close a small area. They close the whole farming area. And now what are they going to do? They're going to starve to death. All right, we won't, we won't worry about that stuff. It's okay. So you see, that's the problem that we have there, too. But just school, then. Top of the mountain. Do you want to talk about the Kepa quick, and then we can wrap it up? Please. please. I think it's, the audience would like to listen to the Kepa. So uh, when we... Uh, Which one is it? Is it okay to talk? Yes, it is. Is it okay to talk about the Kepa, what we want to do? Yeah. Okay. Well. <coughs> Just let it breathe. Sure. There's an idea here. Yes. So when we went to the Kepa, yeah, this is yeah, the Kepa. Um, so when we went to the on our first trip, uh, we walked in and uh, we were surprised about the condition of the cemetery the condition of the church, and the condition of all the mahalla. You know, mahalla is where, you know, mahalla shangu, mahalla be siyasi, mahalla, you know. You mean like the family? Family, family. Family. Yeah, place of. Mahalla be dukhu, mahalla be gizi. So I have a question about those places. Sure, Did sure. they live, sleep there? Did, yes. Was it like? Yes, that was their home. Were you talking like before? No, I'm not. Not now. They're okay. not there anymore, right? But no, back in the days, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like the houses connected together. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So these houses, they lived in there. Yeah. But because their houses, all of them were last name one, so they will call this place Mahalid Abu. Mahalid Zaytun Abu. Kind of like a small district. Almost. But then just a bunch of houses. You know, he's an Abu. I know. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that a compound or something? So it's not even a compound. So you... There's a street, and there's like six houses connected together. Here. All these yeah. six houses, let's say they're Abu, so they would call this is Mahalad Abu. This is the area where Abu lives. That's what the Mahalla is. So, but they're connected next to each other. Yeah. So, so those things. So, so like these. So these these homes, they are Gizi homes. Gizi homes, yeah. So Mahalla be Gizi because like you, see, you get it. Yeah. See here. So this is like this. this is a strip of uh, sh shopping belong to a guy named Tala. So, Mahalat so Bifala. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, so, that's, that's so that's how the they call it. Is when we sit here, we're from Mahalla such and such. We were thinking subdivisions. We were thinking you know, like, isolated lands, you know. So we walked and you there. get it? Like a long street has yeah, yeah. 30, 40 so, homes in it. So, the guy is saying, oh, you know, this is Zaytuna, this is Kizina. You know, he says, wait, what about a <laughs> Where does it end? He says, it doesn't end. They just bind it together. He says, you see those five houses? These are Zaytuna. That's Oro. That's Oro. That's So the difference is it's very dense. Very dense. Like that, that together. That's it's one of, that's the difference from here. One of the big ones. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. have our own big house. Yeah. Over there. There, it's very dense. But, 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 right next to you. It's butted against another house. So yeah. Because yeah. they just like, sleep on Here it's like condominiums. Right, like exactly. condos. Exactly. Yeah. 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 
You know, when we lived back in Seven Mile in Detroit, we were very close to that. Uh, but still, you know, there was separation between us. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there was just like a, like maybe six feet, seven feet so, between each so house. There's a saying that if, 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 that's like, you know, I can, I can jump from one guy. So Gara is the roof. They used to sleep on top of the roof. So when the kids, they do something wrong. See, they all have Gara. They would go from one house to another, from one roof to another, just by jumping across the little yeah. And in the summer they sleep yeah. on the roof, right? That's what it was, yeah. yeah. So they sleep on the roof. That's how close they were buttering. So we had no idea it was like that. Because, you know, we're in Baghdad. Baghdad, we had six houses, you know, separation, all that stuff. So he walked in there and says, man, this is really what they're That's a great about. issue. This is a great That's issue. pretty funny. Very eye-opening, by the way. So we, 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 we learned that the condition of the all the mahalli is, uh, is very bad. And then we learned the condition of the cemetery was bad. We learned the condition of the church is very bad. And we learned that the condition of the Christian there is very bad. So uh, when we uh, left, me and Alan, we start talking about if we don't do something about Tilkepi today, these homes that they used to, everybody that loves to see and you know how they call you we want can to you, can you take a picture of my home can you we're not going to be able to take the pictures anymore and send it to them or they say we lived here because all these homes they're going to be taken by somebody else they are been sitting there even if you own it i think there's a law that if you don't attempt to come and see it or do something with it within seven years somebody else can come and take it hmm. we did see some homes somebody else living in it did you say that there were 50 Christian homes? How families. 50 families left? They, they say 50 family, but I doubt it. Probably more than, there's, I don't think there's more than 15, 20 families. I don't think yeah. so. I really don't think so. And uh, from what I understand, most of the Chaldeans here in, in Southeast Michigan came from yes. that time. So, so my question was, is that how can we save this? So we did have a, a small proposal to fix the cemetery, make it like a shrine, fix it all. Uh, all the destroyed one by Daesh and all the broken one that there's nothing left from them, we can make them as a shrine and just put their name on a marble wall and clean up the, the whole cemetery and uh, put some trees and every tree can be a family name on it, mm. uh, just to remember, and uh, put benches around and make it look, you know, beautiful. That way we can have, we can have something once a year to go there. We can have a, like a little uh, uh, get together from all over the world. They can come and see their loved one, you know, just to pray. Also that we asked if we can fix the church, but if the church is in the, in the bad condition, the problem is with that church is that in Turkey you cannot build nothing more than two stories. I don't think you can even build two stories because the land is too wet. The land underneath it, there's so much water underneath Turkey land that a lot of these buildings, if they are heavy, heavy, they can sink. And also we were talking about if we can fix some of these clean up some of these homes and fix the door 
make it look nice and uh, put, put a name of the family on the door, the government will give us uh, authority. We can turn this area into historic area and nobody can touch it forever. So we can preserve it in that way. So those Chaldeans, if they want to help to preserve their city, their, their memories, this is the only chance they have today to do this. Wilson, so yeah. you, it sounds a little like you kind of gave up on moving back there and living there like normal. You well, want to so instead reality, make it like horse historic. So the reality of the Kip is it's already been occupied by majority Arabs Muslims. And they're they've already created a lifestyle out of it for the last forty, fifty years. You can't just keep all those people out. I mean that's number one. Number two, since we we are used to a lifestyle here in America, nobody's gonna move and be susceptible over there. Especially where you where you're in an area that is not too much opportunity of real businesses. Except for farming. So Although you can do that, and it's probably because you have much more area, and there, you know, there are more Christians over there. Let's say it this way, and the Tepe you're very limited. But the way the demographics of the area is, you have the church, you have the cemetery, you have some of the housing, you have that area that they're very close to each other. You can create a district out of it, a historical okay. district, and just make it like a monumental thing that you go back every year and just visit and just remember who you are, because the cemetery itself is historical. People say that this is, you know, it's called Tel Tepeh, that means the hill of rocks, and that's where the cemetery is. The cemetery is built on that hill of rocks. You see what I'm saying? So that's why we want to preserve it, because that was gave identity to the village. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? At the same time, there's a historical well in there, goes back 2,600 years. The people know the area, they, you know, they have their relatives buried in there, right next to the church. So you need to create something. We, we just can't leave an area just walk away from it. Okay, fine, you can't go live there, but at least you can have something that you can go back and say, okay, this is, this is where my great grandfather was. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why we want to do that. That's all we want to do. There's nothing, nothing major. We don't want to go and take over the city. It's no, not going to happen. I'm sorry. No. I but, wish we could, but we can't. But if we can preserve this, uh, these yeah. things, uh, if we can preserve them, then we have, uh, we have some, something that we can say, okay, let's go to Tukapa. There's a lot of great You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. And we need to document those things. Not just for us, by the way. Not only for the new generation, but a lot of historians go back there and check the area out. So mm. We want to tell them something. You know? and, and, and if and if if they want to build a small home, like they can go, you know, once a year, twice a year to go they visit. They could. There's yeah, a lot of new homes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's beautiful. There's a lot of beautiful homes is built on the outside. There's a lot of beautiful homes. Beautiful house. He goes there, looks at someone, one Yeah. Where does he live? The other. Trust me, I tell you the truth. Uh, I don't mind living in that area in Iraq for three months uh, of uh, you know a year. I, I tell you the truth is it's just peace, beautiful. If you don't have to worry about your future and the work and all that stuff. It's very peaceful. Hmm. But you know, most young people they, they want something to do. You know, they can't live there. If somebody's retired, has money, oh, a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's peace, it's just relaxation, the air, the, you know, the food, the food, the food is great, yeah. the food is amazing, lifestyle. The pace of life is different. Yeah, the pace of life, yes, they're slow, very, yeah, very mellow. You need a car just to walk down the street and yep. say hi and talk. 
And that's the beautiful about Iraqi is the social. Uh, yeah. They will stay social, and uh, that's something that you cannot take away. Yes. The, hospi uh, the hospitality is just beautiful. When they greet you, they greet. They don't. They don't even know who who we are. They greet you, Habibi. Uh, you're gonna come and have lunch with me today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm just it's like, just like that. Yeah. But that's the, the thing about the campus. So the campus, not only that, but the project was uh, there's a road that uh, between Basmai, which is the other village, big village, and the campus. So there's this roundabout in the middle there. And this, this street was built by USID. So oh. we were trying to put a, a monument there of somebody dressed in their folkloric clothes, in the, you know, in, in there. And I think that'd be great. It's something that was a greeter. Us. Yeah. Huh? It's a greeter, yeah. And it's a very busy uh, place because people go back and forth with this. Because mm -hmm. if they want to go to Mosul, they have to travel through there. So oh. it's see it. Wow. Yeah, so, it's cool. fr so from Bednaya, if so you, you go to Mosul, yeah, you, you go, go through to Yes. And you go past the theater. Oh. There's two routes. One goes into the theater, one goes around. Yeah. So, but both of them have to go through that route. And yeah. we thought it was great if we put a lady, you know what I'm saying, with the folklore clothes. And then through that road. Because everything we see there is mad, 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 mad. <laughs> And through that road, you can go to Baghdad, and then from uh, if you want to go to the right, you can you can go yeah, to Dohok. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like it's split, so and that's why yeah. we thought it was pretty cool, especially dressed in our clothes. Yeah. That's a, it's a plus for us. So, so you think uh, it's gonna happen? Uh, the we have approvals to do that. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of the funding. Can we come up with the funding to do that over there? It's not that expensive. The pro the approval was not easy to to get it, but we got it. We got the approvals. Uh, everything's ready it's to go. It's the funds. And we don't want to just create a monument. You have to create everything around it because you want to show there's a monument or because there's a cemetery. You know, what I'm even the cemetery. We don't want to keep it as a cemetery. We want to create um, like a visiting area. A shrine. Like, visiting. A, like the borders, we want to change into an old like historical Babylonian Assyrian style. The way you climb up to it like a ziggurat. You know. What I'm mm. saying? On top, you have a well. This is a historical well. You want to isolate it. So, so Telkepa was known as Marduardi's village. So you want to create a monument of Marduardi's there. You want to create a big cross. So when you go there, you say, oh, yeah, I can visit this area. There's, there's history. Here. You're talking about creating tourist attractions. Definitely, that's what it is. And, and, and we don't want to call it that now. Right. But, you know, when it happens, <laughs> right. it's going to happen. Right. Yeah, and then the, the city needs it. So uh, if, if visitors goes there, that yeah. means they bring in money to the city. Yeah, so they're going to sit in the city, they're yeah. going to eat and drink yeah. for a day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, shop will change. People start updating because they're going to see people coming in. Just like you have in Shenandoah, all those uh, plaques that we have there, we can use the plaques over there. But these people are buried there, so they deserve the plaque. It's not something we're giving them. So you do that, and now all of a sudden you've attached improvements. A group of people that have ties to people who are still alive. Yeah, well, yeah. a lot of them are still alive here. Now you're all here. I mean, I, I tell you the truth, every, I don't want to say every Tikkipnaya here has somebody, loved one, you know, buried there, but their that somebody, <laughs> somebody, you know what I'm saying, somebody. Yeah. So those are the kind of things we, we kind of, it's not just the, the artistic part of it, but we want to, you know, continue just provide a picture that I don't think it's enough. I think it's, it's, it's time to get it. It is. It is.
It is hard. So the pictures raise awareness for, for other work that you want to do. So that's why we took so much, you know, we start photographing. And when I went back, I photographed more and did a lot of aerial shots just to show whoever wants to participate in this project. This is the area. This is how it looks. This is the land. This is how, um, if you want to add anything, this is how it's, where it's going to be at. So I filmed all that stuff for any investor. Thank you for having us today. We appreciate it. Wilson. That was very nice of you, Kelly. I promise you next time I go to Iraq, I'll take you with me. I promise you I'll find you a woman from there. Too. Okay. That way you have at least some kind of roots. <laughs> Up to you guys. You know better than me. Uh, you want a hard worker? <laughs> you want it to be... Uh, we'll see. There's a lot of great people there. A lot of great people there. It does have it when they... So usually the mothers, they go and try to find themselves. I know what Jewish people my my nana, I shouldn't be saying this, but my nana, she used to take a trip to Alkash every summer. She's from Baghdad. And she said when she was like a teenager, she would go there to look for a boy. <laughs> yeah. So is your nana still around? Yeah. No, she's from she's she's from Baghdad, but like my ancestry is still Kitnai. Yeah. The, no, she would go for like summer vacation to Alkosh. Yeah, and then well, they and then, are, they do look good. Uh, and then she said with her friends they would look for boys. So so you're getting some good information from your nana, huh? Yeah. 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 yeah she's yeah. She's Did you share best. this with her? Yeah, I show her everything. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. She remembers. Yeah, she. I, the pictures are the best. Uh -huh. I mean, she loved. That's how I learned this. I showed her the. The photos from Al Kush, and she's like, "Oh, I know that church. I used to go there. All that stuff. That's how she remembers and tells me." Nice. Well, I'm glad that I helped some people to bring their memories back, and we'll continue to do this as much as we could. We know that one of these days, somebody, young man, told me that you've done something really amazing. Hundred years from now, these photos gonna represent who we are. And show the world who we are, which has made me think twice. The documentary. Yeah, don't be scaring us, man. This is it. I hope not, man. This is it, Habibi. So, so next issue will be Nada. Sounds good. Okay. Wilson, Alan, thank you guys thank so you much for being here. I think we already have five more episodes planned with you guys, at least. Nice. <laughs> But, <clears throat> yeah, so thank you guys for coming. We're going to, li like they said, we're going to publish more pictures in the next issue of Nala. And even more next and next, there are so many more things to cover. And Wilson is still going there for the documentary. That's going to happen eventually. So look out for all of that. You can find all of the photos and captions and all the descriptions on our website. So once again, thank you guys for coming. Thank you for having us. We and, appreciate it. And we'll uh, we'll see the listeners next time.